You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast number 49. We're almost there. We're almost there to the halfway mark, half a century mark of 50 podcasts. Thomas Miller here. Thank you for joining us for number 49. This is going to be a mailbag podcast. We're going to listen to some of you. There are some incredible things going on that I've received communication from and there is one that I'm going to read you that will make you think. It's provocative, it's heartwarming, and I think you'll be touched by each of these, actually. But we have some great comments from you. So this is your podcast, and if you'd like to send a message real easy, go to subconsciousmindmastery.com, and in the upper right-hand corner, there is a comment box. You can leave a comment right there, and it will send it to the email. The email is thomas at subconsciousmindmastery.com and you can do it there as well and would always love to hear from you it really encourages me the traction that this podcast has established over the last year and a half has been incredible and now listen we're getting to start to see some things come around full circle and this is where i talk about this whole thing that we're engaged in is a journey it has its ups and it has its downs and it has its merry-go-rounds and it's all we're all working through this thing called life together and we're trying to figure it out. We have different perspectives, different parts of the world. Now when I go online and look at the map of where all the podcast downloads have come from, at first it was mostly the United States and Canada and a few other places and Europe kicked in and Australia right behind that and now... Geez, there are only a few countries that it hasn't been downloaded. So this has become a worldwide listened to entity. And I get probably more of the communication now comes from outside of the United States. Now, a couple of other housekeeping things. If you would like notification by email that the new podcasts are out, you can put your email address in the box over on the right-hand side. That is all that that does. You've heard me say that before. And also check out Fred Dodson's book, The Parallel Universes of Self. I'm working on Levels of Energy right now, which is fascinating, and it's going to blow you away. But the trilogy between Levels of Energy, Parallel Universes of Self, Reality Creation Technique, man, you got the whole thing covered. And I'm just, uh, I'm thrilled to be doing these audiobooks, and I'm, uh, I'm having to sequester myself. It's kind of like, you know, you hear authors talk about uh, how they have to lock up before they get a book done and they just have to kind of push everything away. Well, that's what I'm trying to do with the uh, audiobook levels of energy. Oh, and by the way, Fred is going to be back and available, I believe, in a week or two, and we're going to do an interview with him about parallel universes of self, and that will be a great podcast. Also, coming up, I'm going to do a podcast on journaling. I had somebody write and ask about journaling techniques, journaling effectiveness. They felt like they maybe weren't being quite as effective as they could be. So that's coming up soon as well. And as you know, that was a big part of my story and definitely have some techniques and tips and things that I would be happy to share with you. And in anticipation of that podcast, go get yourself a moleskin soft leather journal because we're going to talk about that in there and you'll want to have one ready when we get to that podcast. And that one will be coming out, I hope, just in the next few days. I kind of have some clear space here finally. Personal note, things are going great. Just seems to be getting better and better. Escalating things are uh, taking off, did a speech the other day, and a news crew showed up, did a television interview on that, and um, I'm going to be doing more, more traveling, daily radio shows starting August 11th, 
in 10 markets around the United States. I mean, it's just whoosh. So it really has taken off. All right. But I want to share some great things going on out there with some of you. Do you remember podcast number 10? Those of you who have listened from the bottom up, remember podcast number 10, lady from England, Joan Harrison? The reason I did that interview with Joan was that she was the first person to reach out to me. And you know how in in the United States, I don't know if other countries do this or not, but in the United States, when you start a new business and you make your first dollar, there's a good luck tradition that you take that first dollar, you put it in a picture frame and you hang it up in your business somewhere or in your home. Well, this is basically kind of a not a dollar generating entity, this podcast that we're doing, but... Joan was the very first person to write in, and so I. she had a compelling story. It seemed to parallel. She was starting a website, and I wanted to interview her as kind of my good luck, hang the first dollar up on the wall interview, and I think I told her that. Well, guess what? Things have taken off for our friend Joan. She writes recently, Hello, Thomas. Great to hear you are still broadcasting. Hope all is well with you. I have just been contacted. Listen to this now. I've just been contacted by one of your listeners as he heard the podcast you did with me and wants me to work with him. He lives in Australia. Now, Joan lives in England. And then she goes on to ask if she wondered if I could uh, point to her new URL, which is thinkagreatlife.co.uk. And I'm going to put that up here on this podcast and on podcast number 10, thinkagreatlife.co.uk. And probably we'll hook back up with Joan here and just get an update on the podcast. She says that her life has become even more amazing, and now she is delivering workshops on the law of attraction and other things And it is all amazingly good, she says. So isn't that wonderful to hear from Joan? Joan, first of all, congratulations and thank you for the encouragement. And yes, we should do a follow-up soon to really dig into what this is that's going on and what has taken place over the course of the last year. That podcast number 10, by the way, was in April of 2013. So that was right after we got this started, which we started on... um, It was Easter Sunday of 2013, and I don't remember that exact date, but I think it was in late May. So there was that. All right, my buddy Andrew up in Canada. Andrew has written several times, and he, I want you to listen. Oh, this is great. So Andrew was in between jobs, but he knew knew in his heart, he knew in his instinct, he knew in his spirit that the next opportunity was around the corner. Well, Now it's in hand, and listen to how it came about. So he got a job. He was presented with the uh, opportunity about two and a half months ago, and he said the process felt like it was taking forever. Don't you feel like that when you have something in mind and you know you're holding it in your mind, you're not holding it yet in your hand, and, man, that gap seems like as wide as the Grand Canyon. Well, He was offered the job three weeks ago. The company is based in England, and it's a remote position working from his home in Canada. What he particularly wanted to share was the manifestation process. He says that uh, since we both know that it's difficult to let it go after something has been created, you know, you visualize something in your mind, and Fred Dodson talks about this in Parallel Universes at length, how you 
perceive it, you view it, you look at it, and then you this this what most people don't do is let it go. That's the hardest thing to do. So Andrew said that he created some tactics that helped him manage the wait until the decision was made. See, he knew the decision was made. He was done deal. He just had to get there. So listen to what he did. This is so cool. Number one, he downloaded their company logo from the website and mocked up a business card with the logo, his name, his title, the address in England, and his local phone number. He laminated it and attached it to his goals card that he keeps with him every day. Man, that is awesome. That's right up the middle, man. That's the way to do it. Second, while waiting to hear back, he took his best summer suit to the cleaners, all the while knowing that he would need it, quote, when he went to England for training. <laughs> I love this. In addition, he says that he, since it was England, he took his favorite sweater the next day for cleaning in case it was cold while he was there in England. <laughs> you gotta love this. Third, the universe had to give him this, right? Next, he said he envisioned what the subject line of the email would look like when he got the email offering him the job. Fourth, he envisioned the company name as a direct deposit in my bank statement and the dollar value that I was going to make in salary. This is awesome. Folks, this is how you do it. This is the secret right here. Prior to getting the offer on a Friday morning, he was informed that another position that he had been courting was withdrawn. So he said to himself, that's okay. At least now I don't have to make a decision about which job to take. <laughs> sure enough, he woke up the next day to the offer in his email with, get this, the subject line he had envisioned exactly as he had envisioned it. Andrew, that is one of the best stories I think I've ever heard. Congratulations. You just ran it right up the middle and boom. And now I guarantee you there will be thousands of people who will hear this over the course of time and will follow something similar for things going on in their life. And I'll tell you, I know I've, I've communicated with Andrew enough to know that he has been laser focused on the process and it hasn't been all up for him. It's there have been some dark days and some times that he didn't know what was going to be around the next corner, but he stayed with the process. And man, I'm just so glad that you shared that with us. I know there are some things that I'm going to do based on hearing that. I guarantee I'm going to, I'm going to start implementing some of those great ideas with some things that I have that I'd like to manifest soon as well. Another takeaway from that story, though, is the sheer determination of following this through. It reminds me of Jim Carrey when Jim Carrey supposedly, and I haven't read his account of this, but supposedly went up on uh, the side of one of the Hollywood Hills and looked over Los Angeles and wrote himself out a $20 million check and signed it and put a date on it. And of course, it led to more than far more than that in his career. But it's that determination, it's that it's that laser focus that got him there. And as he said, while he was going about the rest of his life and just waiting and knowing that he had declared this, he waited for it to show up. Now, here is a letter from someone, and this, this one particularly caught my eye because they are a licensed mental health counselor and certified clinical self-therapist with a private practice. Here's the letter. Thomas, I had the pleasure of listening to your podcast for the past month. Cheers to you. They, were a, they are a brilliant collection of productive, purposeful, and passionate work. 
It's been very interesting watching you manifest your ideal life by utilizing some of the best strategies and talented mentors. I have typically listened while riding a bicycle. <laughs> Yay! Good for you. I know you can concur that it's a great time to listen to books, podcasts, or simply meditate and enjoy nature. And to that, I would say a hearty Baptist amen. I had a great ride tonight and listened to you reflect on angels. Ironically, after returning from the ride, I received a Facebook friend request and was then asked to listen to a song from a new CD that this new Facebook friend had just released. And guess what the title of the song was called? Angels. So, I will pass it along to you, and I'll have the link to that song and the webpage on uh, podcast number 49 right here. So not only thank you for listening, but thank you for passing along that full circle. I mean, this is where it really gets cool. It's when this stuff starts to just come around full circle. It's beautiful. And I hope that some of this is an encouragement to you as well. And I'm telling you, if you guys have not experimented with your connection with angels and how they influence your life and what they do to lead and guide and just be with you and love on you, I really hope that you'll look into it, however you find it. If you find it through Doreen Virtue or through Anushiasta or on your own research, it doesn't matter where it comes from, or just get down on your knees and ask or go for a bike ride, <laughs> even better, and they will absolutely show up. And there is more love and support and encouragement there than you could ever imagine. All right, last letter. Now we have to go deep. This letter is from the person who also requested a podcast or information, and I'm going to turn it into a podcast, on journaling because she is unwrapping quite a few difficult challenges in her life. She says, your story has resonated with me so well. I feel like I'm in the same situation, only at the opposite end. And see, that's, the, that's a cool point about this podcast is it doesn't mean that you have to come from my background or experience what I've experienced. This podcast is connecting with people all over the world, and this person is not from the United States, and the, because we all go through similar experiences, and there is so much in my little story that connects with so many people around the world, and that's what they're responding to. She grew up in a communist country where, of course, from a young age, my entire environment was all authority figures, including my favorite teachers, all the school books, and a very, very critical and judgmental father that continually suggested that we all should be equal, that money is a horrible thing to have, and that money only brings destruction and exploitation. And, most of all, that anybody who is religious or spiritual is an idiot and is looking to exploit poor people. Only primitive, uneducated, stupid people would believe such nonsense as Jesus dying and resurrecting and angels and energies. And anyone who believes such things could and should land in a mental institution. All religions where I grew up were made to be idiotic, However, some were more tolerable to the sane communists than others. And then she says, I know for a fact that I believe in something. I firmly believe. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing how dark that picture is of no belief? That all of this spiritual, spirituality, religion, faith is so dark and so wrong and so bad 
that it literally strips someone of their very soul. But this person, reaching deep down inside, said, even through all of that, I know that I believe in something. She says, I firmly believe that what I was taught and brainwashed with is wrong. And she put in parentheses, that is, to believe only what you could touch, taste, smell, process, and or prove in a laboratory with laboratory mice. I get that. I, she says, I know that I'm a spiritual feeling being and need a clean slate. She says, I only have a half-assed belief exactly as you described, only your difference is that you came from a rigid Baptist background and I had a rigid atheist background anti-religious, and against all things spiritual. My family has all but declared me insane. No need to say it. I can feel it. Meditation and my desire to connect with spirit and beings that we can't touch physically or introduce at dinner has convinced them that I'm a few years from living in a straitjacket all the time. I can't wait for the puzzle to fit together. I so much relate to what you describe in your college years when you say that you didn't believe what you were taught, but it was the best you got. I feel stuck there, she says. I believe in something, but it is not the rigid Catholic rules or complete atheism. I am not a believer in rigid, organized religions. I believe religion often divides more than it unites, and I'm not looking for a perfect religion for myself. I'm looking for something that fits together for me. Boy, I can relate to that. Money being evil is the next thing in line. Yes, she says, money is the cause of all corruption, and we must not be greedy. We all need to be just equal, equally mediocre financially for the world to properly work. Now, there is where the difference between a capitalist and a communist will definitely show itself in separation. I believe that a human soul should be as free as it possibly can be free to make all the money that it possibly can, and that uh, that, that is not a bad thing. And and it's unfortunate that in the world today, even as you say that or as you listen to that, does that resonate with some kind of make wrong to you uh, that somebody could go out and be free to make all the money they possibly can? What do you think of ah, damn greedy capitalist or you think of a lot of the corporate scandals that we've been through? Why? Because people were just out for money. Think of that new uh, movie for uh, DiCaprio, the Wall Street movie with DiCaprio. I mean, watch that. That's the, the whole thing. It's right there. It's just pure greed. However, what we've done with that is run it to the other side of the pendulum, and we've made all money bad, wrong, evil. You don't want a society that's all equal financially. Then you have no incentive. Talk about the human soul completely drying up. I mean, that's part of the problem of the communist model is that it does put everybody on the same socialistic platform. And, of course, that's what's basically happening in our own country right now in America with what President Obama is doing. But don't get me off on that. I'm not going to go down that road. That's not why we're here. However, when you take incentive and personal reward out of the equation, the human soul rots away and dies. And that's the experience that she grew up with. And thank goodness this person has escaped to the point where she's reaching out. And I promise you, the universe is going to come find you and you're going to get your answers. You stay on the course. When you're at the point of having to uncover and unwrap the ball of twine, it's, you know, think of a cat with a ball of twine where he's gotten one end loose and now kicking it all the way around the room. You have to unwind all of that 
before you got to the point where you're that blank slate, where you have unwound all of those beliefs that have been so pounded into you from your childhood. So please keep searching. Even Jesus said, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will open. So take those words and keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. I had one other email recently, and this one was the most special of all. It came from my brother. And while it is deeply personal and not to be communicated here, I will tell you, you know that there's been strain in my family from the past. You know that that was one of the relationships that I wanted more than anything. And I will tell you that even over these areas of spirituality, he and I are now, through different lenses, communicating as brothers. And that relationship continues every month that goes by. It gets better. And that is one of the true joys of my life. And it makes all of this worthwhile. I wish you the very best along your path, whatever it is. I hope some of these letters encourage you. You encourage me through sending them. So don't forget, Thomas at subconsciousmindmastery.com or the comment box on the website at subconsciousmindmastery.com. Till we talk again, you get out there and make it a great life for yourself. And along the way, enjoy the journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.